Chad, Michelle, we were rooting for you. We were rooting for you. We're talking Chad and how he doesn't love Michelle in this last episode, y'all. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz You can't twerk to this. I feel like it's inappropriate, too. It's not religious. It's just called oh, fearless. All right, you can be a fearless twerker. <laughs> fearless, yes. What up, AfterBuzz? It's your boy, DJ Jesse J, here in studio, talking Chad and Michelle. I'm joined in studio with my lovely co-host. Hello. Um, unfortunately, um, Chad doesn't love Michelle anymore, but we're here to talk about it. I'm his conversation piece. I mean, I called it. But <laughs> what's up, guys? It's Drew Jones. And maybe it's for the better, but let's talk about it. We're listening to Michelle Williams' newly released track. Yeah. She may have lost a man, but she gained a new uh, spot on that iTunes chart Come with uh, Fearless. Yes. All right, so guys, check that out. It's a dope song. I'm here for it. Yeah, I like it. A little banger right there. Mm-hmm. Banger on the track. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about some Michelle's busy. You know what I mean? Creating these candles and whatnot. Booked and busy. Well, and maybe this is what led to the breakup. Like, everyone, they both just kind of realizing, like, look, I'm doing this, you're doing that. No, I think she's actually preparing for life without Chad because she's like, you know what? I don't really want to be with you, but I don't think it's because they can't do both and be together. It's just, like, I'm not really feeling you right now, and I don't think I ever will. Mm. Well, <laughs> I think I think Chad wants a very submissive wife, someone who's going to follow and do what he says. And I just don't think Michelle is an independent woman. She's a survivor. She is <laughs> okay, and she's going to get through it on her own. She said, "Can you keep up, baby boy?" She's been, but he was like, "Let me catch my breath." <laughs> she's been saying some very questionable things to him because, like, I just remember she's been saying questions. Yeah, well, both of them have like. You know, I just noticed, like, their conversation, and I just remember one time, he was like, baby, I cooked the best breakfast for you. He didn't. I mean, he tried. That, he, and that was the effort. And, and I, it Joe Budden's like, tried on Love and Hip Hop, pouring cereal for what's her name. But right? it's the thought that counts, and I feel like you have to be appreciative of your man and be like, hey, baby, thank you so much for cooking me breakfast, but you know what? I don't like my bacon super crispy. Which she did. She appreciated no, she, it. No, she, oh. she immediately was like... It was too crispy. And that's how how she talked to him. And I was like, if someone's trying to please you and gets up early to cook you breakfast and you don't even eat it because, okay, it was kind of nasty looking. But he at least tried. You can't say, hey, baby, I don't like crispy bacon. Yeah. I don't know. Well, no, she said the eggs were watery. She and the bacon eggs. was too crispy. Oh. I mean, you know how your woman likes it. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, you or order first. from Denny's. Like that's what I do. <laughs> Put it on a fake nice and plate. bake. That's what they call fake and bake. bake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I just feel like, like you know, not being down for his bacon and eggs, and then him gaslighting her <laughs> about her mental health. Like I don't think they're on equal. No. Equal platforms. No, and I just think they each of them, like, the more we keep doing it, like, I don't have anything against either of them. I, I think Chad is a cool guy. I just, in the relationship light, mm-hmm. I think he has some things. I think he needs to date some more. 
Mm. You know, like, serial date. Not, like, try to find a wife or a first lady. I think go out there and, like, talk to different women. See what women are about. You know? (laughs) What do you Um, mean? See what women are about? Like, like, I don't... I think he lives in, like, 1943 or something. He's like, I'm gonna court me lady. Like, no. I don't see anything wrong with that. I love to be courted old-fashioned. Correct. No, no, but there's a difference between courting someone and, like owning them not owning but like he just looks for too much reassurance like and it's just kind of like you're the man you keep saying you want to lead but you don't lead Mm -hmm. and you need Michelle to be like thank you baby look I'm eating my eggs in front of you like she's a grown she's lit she's made it this long successfully Mm -hmm. because it looks like she's putting you onto people but think about it she did lose eight pounds um and uh when that whole hospital situation happened and you know looking on it from the outside looking in or being chat for a moment and you see someone that you care about and they're not eating and, and you know that they need to eat why can't you say that I don't know or no you can say it. there's nothing wrong with saying it but if you're gonna do it to me I'm like do it out of the cause because you genuinely are worried not that now when we go to therapy session you're gonna throw it out there yeah. like a spike in a tire like oh, well don't cook me eggs I'm good like I'm great I agree because <laughs> he he does all of these things but then every like the second that it's not going his way he's like well I do X Y and Z for you and but like he uses it more as a leverage in the relationship than he does to actually like look out for her at least that's how it comes off that, mm-hmm. and that's what um, back to what you were saying about just he needs to date more I feel like he's settling he he found Michelle Williams like after he's been like working with all these athletes and kind of just being on the outskirts of the celebrity world and so now he met a celebrity woman that he can be with and he's fantasizing like oh I can have this life with a wife that can be I the- see I don't think he's even using it for that like j- honestly no, like I just think her. he's not sure of himself personally I agree. like and I think that what's so important to him right now is his ministry not a, a woman not a relationship I think the relationship he needs is uh with God and his ministry <laughs> I think like, he wants a looking- wife I, mean, I think of course he does he, but he he feels like he can't leave that situation without a wife I think Which he, is that's what I'm saying. He need always needs reassurance. He look at this whole show has been about him sitting with other people talking about love. Look, the as you are a preacher, uh, preacher or so to want to be some like. The only reassurance you need is three three people. That is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Okay, because like you over here asking everybody, they telling you the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he likes the idea of having a wife, but I don't think he actually understands what it is to be a husband, what it is to be somebody's, like, you know, other half. Because, I mean, I think we all, like, dream about what it's like to have, like... I remember, like, thinking about what my first boyfriend was going to be like. And then, like, when I actually got into, like, a real relationship and, like, what that was like, it was nothing... There's a lot more compromising and stuff like that. A lot of acceptance. Yeah, there's a lot (laughs) of stuff that, like, comes along with it that you don't expect and you don't fantasize. And it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time, but you care about the person, you have to work through it. I just feel like ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> ain't no I'm doing enough. I just feel like in any situation, we've never been married. If we were to get married, we wouldn't know what we were jumping into. We know that we're gonna take a little more, bit more commitment than we've done in the past with our last boyfriend or whoever. So we know it's a different level of commitment, and we know it's something we've never done before. But people do it all the time, and if you really love someone, you're gonna work through it. And but that's why there's stages, right? But they're working through it, and it's not working. Right. So 
and I'm seeing it in these scenes, the way that they're talking to each other. The, and then she sent him to the store to get pads. Like, first of all, Michelle, wait till you get married to do that. Why? No. No. Why, Why are you sending your boyfriend that you've been with trying to get married to get your unnightly okay, underwear? Like, we're not seven. We know how, we all should know how the female body works. If you can't handle somebody bleeding. I get my pads, if you can't go get I a get, box. I go get my pads Look, I worked for Instacart before. Okay. Like, I've had people ask me to get several types of pads and saying, I don't know what they are, but I ask for that's help. That's so childish, though. Yeah. Even the way he acted about like that's a natural Isn't thing. Isn't your friend in town? Like, but why does he have to go get it? That's because a natural she, thing. She was asking him nicely. Can like, you I run w- to the store? Like, I don't see nothing wrong. I used to go get my mama's, like, all that stuff. Like, it's, it's a box. I don't like, know. I've never asked my boyfriends to get that. A, well, I, unless unless I'm, like, no, no, dying. There's a difference between a boyfriend that you're, like, kind of seeing versus, like, okay, y'all been dating for a few years now. Or your fiance. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if you can't handle a period, like, bruh, I don't think marriage is for you. Like, I don't. Or maybe women are. Or women, yeah, that too. Because <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. Grow up. <laughs> like, go, I don't know. It's just certain up. things that I want to do sanitarily by myself. Well, like, I mean, she's, she's not like applying. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's not like, can you insert this for me? But I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you're gonna go grocery shopping, you're gonna get all the stuff, and then I gotta go out to go get a box. This is what my like, my grandmother used to say this to me. She said, if a man can't handle the things that come along with being a woman. Like if he can't respect that, if he like if he's weird about periods and he's weird about all that stuff, and he can't accept it, then he has a rude awakening because he expects to lay with you, he expects to you know for you to bear his children. So am I supposed to get embarrassed by my body because of your weird like? And you can't be masculine with fully masculine without understanding femininity. Fact. Because the reality is, is if I don't understand you as a female, I can't consider myself as masculine because I don't know how to be masculine because I don't understand femininity. Exactly. Well, and I, I just look like at him I'm and I okay see with buying my own. And that, no, I'm and okay with Michelle does too. But you should never feel less than to be, if this is the man that is going to walk you down the aisle to be like, <laughs> hey, can you go get it? Like, I'm not even going to put the word on it. Can you go get a box? It's a box. It's a product. Mm. I'm not asking you to do nothing gross with it. Like, again, we're not seven years old. Like, seven years old, like, it's like, what is that? Like, you know what I mean? But, like, there comes a certain age and just maturity where it's just like, we're really having this conversation right now? Like, we're going to have this conversation? Can you run to the store? <laughs> no, okay, we'll go. We'll be an extra 15, So there's nothing like, that you will not go to the store and buy for someone? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What, what if they, like, go buy me an enema? Done, been there, done that. Yeah, <laughs> <Like actually laughs> you're talking to the wrong one. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, There's nothing embarrassing. Clamps, what if they like, say go buy some yeast infection cream? Actually, I could tell you a celebrity I bought that for. I won't. I'm saying, but like, they, it's just that's if you care about that person, that's something that's going to help them. Like, I don't. Maybe I just don't believe in embarrassment. I like the human body's human body. It does a lot of weird stuff. You know, so you're gonna go I'm and tell someone to go get your chlamydia medicine or whatever. I'm saying if, if you're you have something sex embarrassing with me, if you're getting all up in my goods, then you should be comfortable with the things that come along with those goods, okay. and vice versa. I mean, uh, to, to, I honestly, guess, I guess and it, so I mean, let us know what you guys think in the comments down below. Yeah, Would you go get a box of uh, tampons? I don't because I don't think it's a big deal. So, do you buy condoms? Yes. Okay. I know lots of girls because, honey, sometimes you have to because the guy be like, "Oh, I'm I forgot to get a, it." I'm saying, it's like, I, have oh, I, had, "I have some right on deck." All right, I have some in my back. Wrap it on up. Merry Christmas. <laughs> keep them on tight, honey. Um, but yeah, just keep noticing this reassurance thing with Chad, and I just think he has some growing to do. 
And I see a maturity difference. Like, Michelle has her little quirks, but Michelle knows who she is as a person. She understands, like, I gotta work on this, you know what I mean? Like, Michelle does have grumpy moments where she'd be like, ooh, the bacon crispy. Like, she calls it out how it is. If you can't handle it, if I have to guard my... I'm the same way. I really am. Like, I'm not a censored person. So, and there's a lot of people that I've had conversations with, and it's like, okay, well, I have to, like, re-explain something afterwards. It's no offense. It's just this is how I speak. I'm never disrespectful. Like, your bacon is crispy. Like, are your feelings hurt by that? Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, but it is what it is, and I expect the same. So, for me, my partner needs to be that. And I think Michelle needs that as a partner. And again, like I said, season if there was a season three, Chad could build his ministry. But there's a reason why you don't feel comfortable getting up on stage and you feel like you need a cheerleader all the time. Yeah, do you, do you think Michelle is secretly a diva? Because she has this humble personality, it seems like, but then when you see that, like you said, you see those moments where she says that type of stuff and it's kind of like... I don't, I don't think she's a diva. You don't think, think she's ev- been a diva? I think, I think she's everyone a certain has class. those moments. Yeah, exactly. Like, she's tr- literally traveled the world in mm-hmm. one of the biggest selling girl groups of all time. Like, she's used to certain things, but clearly exactly. not with that kitchen. That's what I'm she's saying. Chilling. She's chilling. <laughs> she's just, she, she's good with certain things. And but I like... also think there's nothing wrong with knowing what you like and what you don't like and expressing that. And I don't think she, she I don't, he, he clowns her for her potatoes saying, next week. I'm saying he throws, I'm saying he, he throws all day long, but the second she decides to throw back, it's a big hoopla. And I think that's like, you don't, you don't have any business being in a relationship if you can't stand your own. Also, you knew what type of person she was going into the relationship, and you can't change people at their core. Mm-hmm. You can either learn but, to accept or work through certain things, but he just want, he completely tries to change her. Do you think he really knew, though? Because, you know, like, in no, the... No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is why I have a big thing about moving too fast and just jumping in and having sex with somebody when you first meet them. I'm not saying that they're having sex, but just moving too fast in a relationship because you see the good in a person, you see their you front, see they the act, and then once they get comfortable, once they can't hide it anymore, then you see the real them, and then you're like, ugh, you weren't like that two weeks ago. Like, but I mean, think about with just yourself. Take another person out of it. There are things in your personal life that you hold from yourself that could have happened years ago that you just don't entertain because you had to get over it and work and do all this stuff and then when you revisit it that can be a weak spot at times Mm -hmm. he hasn't dealt with that Michelle is openly dealing with it Mm -hmm. and that can be tough for somebody to come into and be like I'm going to deal with this with you especially if he don't have his now look there comes this Mm -hmm. thing of envy and you know maybe that's the wrong word to use what you mean Like, there's a little bit, I think, personally, watching these therapy sessions, where he holds Michelle like, well, I'm doing this for you, for you, and you're working on yourself, but I'm not working on myself. Well, Mm. why aren't you working on yourself? Because I'm helping you. We're breathing the same air. We have the same amount of hours as Beyonce. Like, Mm -hmm. why are we not... Why are you not? There's a pen and paper he's here. You feel like he's carrying her through. But you ain't, because Michelle's sitting here trying to uplift you to get on stage and be a preacher. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think because it's easy, it's easier to see what issues Michelle has because she had to go to rehab and all that. Mm-hmm. It's easier to point out those things because they're so blatantly obvious. Whereas his are a lot of foundational, or yeah, foundational. I don't know if that's the word. Foundation things where he like really needs to take it. 
really needs to look within and instead of doing that because it's harder to point out it's easier for him to be like oh well x y and z is wrong with michelle and i have to do all this for michelle and it's like no but michelle's been sitting here doing a lot of work for you too like let's not get it twisted well and it's also i just well i forget what show i just watched um but they were they were saying like you know there was this one scene and i'm not putting chat in this but it was a good lesson and he was saying um the situation had happened where Everyone was tied to it, but this one person was kind of the center of it. And he was like, well, you know, she did this, and then she did that, and then she did that. And it was like, well, you blaming everybody here. Mm-hmm. But what part do you have mm-hmm. in this? How, you know, Chad, like, how are you the rock? How, what, how are you stagnant? And I think that that's what he really has to look at. And that's not a fault because it's something that you didn't know that these childhood issues like and maybe Michelle was meant to come in your life for this show to happen for you to go in these therapy sessions and learn about yourself and you will become a better person because now you have to watch it and live mm-hmm. it you live in your truth and I think he's embarrassed mm. to to be open in front of hundreds of thousands of people which we heard tonight you are with somebody who's used to that she can mm-hmm. get on stage and just do whatever and that's still an uncomfortability for him unless he's teaching mm. I'm like mm. Mm. well I don't know I just feel like people break up and make up all the time and it could that could but I again, I, like I said, there are stages in relationships and those stages are there on purpose like there's a reason you court somebody then there's a reason you guys decide you know what and I think in our day and age people get the, the confusion of like just cause y'all are talking that don't mean you're dating or and it's having okay. sex. Yes. <laughs> and just because you're having sex. Like, I can talk to both of y'all and have different relationships, care about you both, like, in a certain way. And then we live in a society where we teach the girls to be mad at each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, don't be mad. Do the same. Like, talk to who you want to talk to. Decide. Is this the type of person I want to But then, But you can't do that because of the double standard of a woman. You can't be out here dating all these dudes. No, I'm- no, no. You can. You can. No, no, you can. But you can also be called a... No, no, you can talk to as many people as you want. Mm-hmm. Because think about applications. If you're applying for a job, do you get every every call that you send your Back. application out to? Mm-hmm. No, you put 100 out, you might get two, three. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with conversation. But we're so quick to be like, oh, well, this person looks like this on Instagram. You know, I like the way that they talk or their swag. And then when you start realizing like, oh, that ain't really them... And yeah. you start getting into people's shit. That's why I think, honestly, like, friendships turning into relationships. I think people are so quick to, like, friend zone somebody. But sometimes the friend zone's dope because you learn about this person. Mm-hmm. And we, need, exactly. as a society, need to open up and be like, let me look at my friend zones for a second, mm-hmm. actually. No, my, actually, my best relationship was one of my friends. So I can totally agree that building a bond, that's exactly what I was talking about. Just moving too fast. Like, you meet someone, and then you have sex with them, or you meet them, you get engaged. Like, oh, my God, I found the perfect person. And it's, and it's not the perfect person because now you're getting to the like you said the meat of it the nitty gritty the stuff they can't hide and so I don't know when do you find out you're compatible with someone in what stage because you said there's different stages what stage do you think when you're dating and then that's what the determination is is how compatible you are how long you have been dating then you get engaged and then the engagement well they're they're moving too fast then. they uh, 100 and I think that's what we've literally said throughout this whole show is that you know it's okay if Chad like last week when Chad felt pressured even though he tried saying mm-hmm. like oh he tried flipping the script on the whole conversation 
No, you should have been bold enough in front of your pastor friend. Mm -hmm. Instead of looking for reassurance, you Mm. should have said, I'm just not ready yet. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're ready yet. She has work to do. I have work to do. And let's enjoy our engagement. And let's see if this is, like, what we want. Do you think if a woman is asked that in front of, like, let's say a whole group of people she's getting proposed to and she doesn't feel, like, sure, instead of saying no in front of everybody and embarrassing him, you don't think she should say yes and then go back and tell him later? No, because you shouldn't have proposed, like... You need to know you. (laughs) You need to know me well enough to know how I feel about the situation, and if you choose to make a scene of it, then the the repercussions are on you. Mm-hmm. So don't if you're not sure about how I feel. If we haven't talked about marriage and all that stuff, don't ask me in front of a bunch of people. That's because I'm gonna make you look stupid, not intentionally, yeah. but I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna sit here and try to make you feel better because you chose not to learn who I am and you know understand me. Because you're the person that would say yes and just be like, so you know you'd be what? Chad loves Michelle. No, then I wouldn't go that later, far. After I, the just reality say, show over the- I would say yes in front of everybody, but then I wouldn't let it go that far. Like, if I, if but then I, what happens after when your friends are like, "Well, what happened? I mean, there was a rock. You said yes. Like, what made you change?" I'd be like, "Girl, I kept the ring, but it's not working." Uh, I'm like, "You just trying to get the loot." <laughs> she over here looting. <laughs> All right, let's break down some of these, some of the conversations that we can pull from this show mm. on this mm. one. Um, I'm here for Michelle's candle situation, yes. uh, candles for a cause. I'm here yes. for that. Believe, right. yes, yeah. Um, it's great to see her on her business head. Um, I think she will do well with it. The packaging does look good. I I love peony too. So I hope she has other scents. I it don't know what other. Like it smell. It looked like it could smell good. Yeah, it's like Clean. um, what mm-hmm. other scents do we have? But it looks like she's making a good partnership with West Elm. That's a good company. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's Come doing on, Michelle, a thing. Get your coin. Coin. Uh, they go to West Virginia to their friends' conference, uh, which we see that he's going to speak at. Um, then bell bottoms and that crop top. I was like, girl, it is not 2007. This what? is not the release this is of not Bootylicious. Bootylicious. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. What are we talking about here, girl? Um, but we saw Travis Green and his wife Jackie at the release of her book. And I love the conversation about asking for permission to be great. Chad, were you listening? Were you listening? He looked mad. He looked, yeah. he looked mad during that conversation, too, like when she was talking about it. But I'm glad that. Somebody said, you know, the husband's supposed to come alongside you, not mm-hmm. not tell you what to do, because God's supposed to tell you what to do. Your husband's supposed to come along, encourage you, support you, and challenge you, but you needed to hear that. But low-key, the craziest part, uh, oh, we got some people in the chat, let's see. Uh, when you are having sex, you find out if you are compatible. I can't stand people you who having... just lay there or only want to sex. Okay, well, that's a whole different type of Lawrence. Right, but what yeah. if you're not having sex? Because right now I'm celibate. So how uh, can I Samantha find out? Samantha says compatible. we are harsh. I mean, like, and Chad thinks Michelle's harsh. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, maybe this ain't the right sandbox to play in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because Chad and Michelle didn't have sex, it was tough to really feel each other out and make decisions. I I don't think that's true. I don't think sex is what it is. Because here's the thing. People act like sex isn't something that can be taught. You can learn how to to hit all the right buttons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Correct. So I don't know. I don't I've had relationships where it took six months to have sex and, you know, it was cool and I've took I've had um Relationships where it took six minutes to have my sex. Best re- no, my you best. No, my best. that quick. Yeah, my best relationship was we waited, and it was the best. Se- like 
continuously, we had the best sex out of anybody I've ever had sex with was the person that I actually mm, waited sexual for. Sexual tension, that's what they call it. Mm, well, shout out to Lawrence Falk. Uh, Alexis R. says, I check my boys about this double standard all the time. Men are taught it's okay to hate on women for doing the same thing they do. Hello. True. We get and, upset with women who've had multiple relationships and unfairly classify them as hookups as if either of those are to be frowned upon. Mm. True. Okay. I don't know. I still say lock your cookies up, ladies. Don't be giving it out so quickly. Unless you know want your to. Words. Yeah, if you no, want to. I know my worth, and if I want to have sex, I'm going to have sex. And then nobody's going to tell me what to do. As mm. long as it's consent- consenting on both ends, ladies, do with your cookie what have you want. Have you ever, like, been in the moment, like, I really want to do this, and then just didn't want to do it anymore? Oh, yeah. One, all oh. the time. And, and I got I'm up like, and left. <laughs> <laughs> I have this joke. I have this joke. I go like this. Um, I gotta buy out. <laughs> you grab your keys because it's time to go. Y'all are y'all are harsh. No, it's <laughs> just realistic. Like you know what I mean. Like it's like, look, this was cute. Mm. Let's not talk about it. Ever. Yeah. Uh, Shani says the sad thing is, if they were having sex, they would probably still be together because they would both have gotten caught up in the sex rather than their issues. That's also I've stayed in relationships where it was good and it realistically wasn't good because you know have you the ever relationship had was bad really, I've done this I've had situations where I've had sex and like I had to understand like understanding hookups because I didn't mm-hmm. I was somebody who like I'm not I'm a sexual person but I need that connection and I was trying anyone I had sex with I was trying to have that connection with mm-hmm. and I'm like okay clearly these are not the people to be having connections with. Right. It can be a one-time connection and keep it pushing. And that was an issue from that I had to learn. That was an issue for me. I'm never into like a one-time and like I'm never that horny. But sometimes but sometimes that, that one time, I, I, after my ex, I needed those one times to be, get me over and be like, yes, I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not even that, I'm sexual but I'm not that sexual where I just want to meet somebody and do it. But I think, I think everyone's different and I think it's cool that everyone's different. And if you're a one-night stand type of person, dope. Be safe, be consenting, be respectful. If you're a wait till six-month mark, cool. Be safe, be respectful, you know, be consenting. Like, it's it's so annoying that, like, I'm not going to judge you if you give it up the first night. I'm not going to judge you if you've never given it up. But it's like... No, you have to, you, ju- you just got to be on the same page as your partner, and you don't. And it could you guys could have different. I mean, like honestly, in my beginnings of dating, I was so like Jesus Christ superstar, <laughs> and I, my first relationship, I was with an escort, mm. and like for me to have understood that, I did. Like, and we were able to build from mm-hmm. that, and it was just kind of like your life is so different from mine. Mine was so different from yours. But so I think that you can have different paths and get on the same track. Very true. Because I was looking at Michelle's outfit choice, the the crop top and the bell bottoms. I'm like, why does she even have this outfit taking it to yeah, a church? We've been place? saying that like, from Destiny's Child for many years. I don't think it's that bad. You think she looked appropriate to go to the church, ladies? Here's the thing. This is this is my <laughs> issue with this is church uh, now. Okay, so... There ain't nothing wrong with a belly button. I'm saying, first of all, God made that belly button. Second of all, what happened to the come all hungry, come poor, blah, 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 come as you are type? Like, I just... I feel like sometimes in Christianity and religions in general, we want to find things that we can one-up each other on, and we want to find things where we can, you know, tell each other how their, how their walk with God is wrong. So, I don't think... I mean, it's not... Is it like the typical, you know, traditional outfit? No. Do I think she's sitting out here causing men to stumble with the whole one inch of belly showing? No. Yeah. 
Like in the fact, like the fact that she goes on such a tangent of it, be like. Um, but the craziest part about this episode to me is that I felt like Michelle was preaching more this episode than I've heard Chad preach mm. because she also said at that book signing thing, she said, "Stop sitting on it." In reference to she, that, she saw two things in the world that she had the she felt she had the idea first, and because she didn't act on them. They were taken. Chad, did you listen to that? Hello. Because you sitting, helping, or watching, you at someone else's conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could have been at home working on yours. Exactly. Mm-hmm. God's not going to, like, God will give you something, but if you don't want to take it, he'll be like, cool, I'll just give it to the next Because it has to go to someone. Someone has to be in that role. Well, doesn't he have to train? Team. I think he's doing the right thing by seeing Girl, he's been doing it for 20 on. years. Oh, 20. He's the one that is choosing... To, to sit. He mm. doesn't feel confident and it's because he has to figure certain well, things out. Well, I think he took a first step last episode. Remember the pastor that he talked to and got yes. advice from? He turned it down. So I think he's realizing he has to his step worth. out on his own. Yeah. Hey. We'll see. Also loved bad girls, bold, anointed, and destined. Yeah. That was dope. I like that. Um, <laughs> I do think it was funny that we see a lot of bald bearded pastors. Yeah. Um, we saw Pastor John and who they who Michelle wanted to officiate their wedding. I liked his relationship with Michelle. Mm-hmm. It seemed like fun little brother sister type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and that's where he said courtship is about seeing if it will tear you apart. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what engagement really kind of is that final step of like all right, let's test it out. Like y'all should have dated during therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's funny because I actually get through this I've had this conversation before. People have disagreed. I thought with one of my relationships, I wanted to go to couple therapy. And his mother was like, no, you guys need to go to separate therapy. I was like, well, we do go to separate therapy. But I think that they're, if we want to work on us, mm-hmm. I wanted a couple therapy. And she's like, y'all aren't engaged, y'all aren't married. And I'm, I, I don't see anything wrong. I feel, I feel mom because it's like, if y'all are just dating and you can't talk and figure this out, I feel like in the beginning, if you already got these problems, then what's the point? That's like you said, this is tearing us apart. Let's like deuces out. Like if we got to do all this work, it's not worth it. But I also think that like relationships, just because you get in disagreements early on doesn't necessarily mean that you're not compatible. I would rather be in couples therapy and be able to learn with my partner the tools to properly work through our issues. I don't see anything wrong with couples therapy, whether you're engaged, whether you're dating, whatever. I think it's dope that two people would want to come together and and, put the work in. Yeah, and have a better understanding of them. You don't you don't wait until your arm is falling off to (laughs) go to the doctor. No, when it starts hurting is when you should probably go to the doctor. Yeah, I say just chop it off. No. <laughs> um, Chad, we see again, he was really insecure about getting up on stage. Uh, he was like, you know, it's so uh, unsettling for me because here I am. I'm watching all my friends do all this stuff. And, you know, I don't really have anything to promote or nothing really popping off right now. And, you know, the only reason I can check you on that, Chaz, is because I've had those feelings, too. I've looked around and been like, well, look what they're doing. Look what they're doing. It's like, well, yeah, if I sit and watch this next episode of Netflix then without put, doing in the work, then how can I be mad or feel bad? Like when you're like and it's so crazy because I just feel like as someone who preaches. Well, you know this like you kind of have to know that God don't want you to be that stagnant I don't yeah. know I'm, I'm sorry I feel like he 
I thought he was doing a lot of work. I didn't know that he wasn't until this episode. Like, I, I felt like the way that he portrayed himself in the beginning was that he was working on his ministry. He's got all this going on in Phoenix, Arizona. He has a headquarters in Arizona. And he has this organization, and he's leaving it behind to come with Michelle. So now, all of a sudden, you're not doing anything? I'm confused. Yeah, I mean, it was confused because, honestly, it was up until last episode or the one before, because we did them back-to-back, where he kind of opened up and started dealing with his own issues. Actually, really, it was when they went back home, that opened up so many Mm -hmm. cans of worms for him Mm -hmm. until where it was like, oh... Well, now we're seeing into into the uh, abyss, right? The here. real, ch- and that's what I'm saying. I feel like <sighs> this is my thing with celebrity. Well, women. actually, it's really funny you said that too about his ministry. Sam- Samantha Rhodes said, "I think Chad resents Michelle a little because he left his hometown ministry and moved to LA, thinking they were about to get married, and she kept calling it off." Ooh. She kept calling it off. Yeah, remember? And um, she did call. It off. She ca- she oh. kept taking the ring off. Oh yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I just feel like. If if this was any other profession, I would say sure. I like I get it, but this is like you're doing ministry, and ministry is supposed to be the selfless. Like it's not about your agenda; it's about God's agenda. So like it it just came off weird to me that he was doing that because I'm like, aren't you supposed to be like a servant to God? Like don't you aren't you supposed to be like not worrying about how big your platform is and just using the platform you have and making the most of it? So that kind of sat weird with me because it felt very like TV evangel, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And that's what I was getting to as far as like celebrity women. You have to be so careful because you don't want to end up like Halle Berry and Sherry Shepard and you know, Mary J. Blige and these men like looking at you for a come up and then they're going to want child support from you because I feel like that's kind of the, I mean he seems like a nice guy but he seems like he wants that life. I think he likes that life. I think he got a taste of it. L.A. is a really hard place to live, like it is. And you have to, you know, he's from Arizona. This is a small little town. That's a small little place. To jump into this ship. It's not even that. Look who he ministers to, athletes. Like, that makes, to me, it's like you're not ministering to the people of the world who need ministry. You're you're specifically doing it for athletes. Mm -hmm. You're specifically doing it for money. Which he made it very much well-known. I thought it was funny, too, when he went up to go speak. I was waiting to hear a word from him because I haven't heard his teaching or anything. And I felt like it was more of like a resume. He was like, I have taught. I have spoken to. I have. I'm like, why are you naming your resume off? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Speak to me. Why am I here? What am I going to feel from this? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and maybe there was editing and we just didn't get that. But uh, either or. Maria Falk said, Chad was quick and ready to move downtown L.A. Michelle was not. He also started when they found a house together. He wanted to host big social parties at their home. Michelle wanted to continue living in a suburbs outside, but because this is new to him. Mm-hmm. This is not new to Michelle. Michelle did it. She lived it. Mm-hmm. She's chilling. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be, live at home and sell her candles, mm-hmm. walk into TJ Maxx and be able to see her candles. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, maybe not TJ Maxx. Well, I don't maybe. see that she has to be on grandma's status. Like. <laughs> but she wants that. That's what she wants. <laughs> that, he she's don't. Tired. Like, I can only imagine Destiny Child, when she joined, she was what? Like, 20, 20, yeah, 20 something. Something. she something. was young yeah working all that time like you get tired and especially like with her the things that she's going through and struggling she deserves to rest and so i just i don't know i just think they're two very different 
as far as what they want. And he's like, yeah, he's like, he's new money. It's kind of like he's new money, she's old money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? Um, so obviously after the fact of all this, now they've broken up. And obviously this was filmed so long ago. Mm-hmm. My real question comes to, and it's funny because Al... Uh, Alex says, I wonder what Chad's sister has to say. She's probably excited, like, Chad, come on home. Uh How does this affect them now? I feel like Chad is, they're both upset, but I feel like Chad should be inspired because I feel like he learned a lot about himself, Mm -hmm. and now you have homework to do. Uh, yeah, I I more so am questioning Michelle with depression where Mm. she is. Where she thought this was, even though they're saying she's the one that said, she's saying she separated from him. Her page is on private on Instagram. Seemed it. Well, here's the thing. I don't know if I believe Chad's learning from this as of right now because when I checked his profile yesterday, now he deleted the post since then, but he had posted a a promo clip for this episode. And it was literally, it, it happened the same day that she had announced that they were separated. And I just think it's, and then his profile picture is still him and Michelle and I just think it's weird that he still has all this Chad Chad loves Michelle promo going on because it's just kind of like are you just still trying to get this come up Mm. Michelle aren't together anymore because she took everything down like pretty fast because I was still I was like looking at her she put the fearless album Mm. up yeah I was looking at her stuff um, before she went on private and she didn't really have any she didn't have anything of Chad besides maybe one post and um, they're not following each other so I mean like I don't know I think it was all Chad anyway. Like I feel like she liked him and you know, she was she was just excited about the marriage. I don't think it was him. And I feel like he was excited about that too and he's still trying. I don't think he's ready to give up so easy. I think that's what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. I've just seen him prioritize. Well, Chad might his need career. to look at some of our other AfterBuzz shows and get some advice, like marriage boot camp, you know, stuff like that. So we talk about all that here on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> you guys can like, subscribe, comment, and make sure you uh, subscribe to our other stations, like the Realities Channel, the let's see, Sci-Fi Channel, the Drama Channel, all the networks that you can get your 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 fix. So make sure you. Tune in to us on iTunes. Give us a five star rating and check us out and um, like, comment, and subscribe. That's it. Boom. And let us know what you guys think. Leave a comment down below. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you guys uh, agree with what we said or even exactly. just feel like we missed out on something, throw it on in there. Because I'm like, what did you think of his conversation with um, her her bestie? Because I didn't... oh yeah George. Yeah. Um, I feel because like... He, I felt like Chad came sideways. I oh, know. he did. He did. Because you want to know what he was like that really threw me off. If you want to be close, then you're going to have to, like, get along with me. Because he was like, you know, at first George was like, oh, I wasn't sure, but, you know, now I'm feeling okay about it. He was like, well, I'm glad you feel that way because if you didn't, then you wouldn't be close. However, how can you tell Michelle who she's going to be close to? Like, I didn't like that comment. And now look at you. Now you're nowhere in Georgia still her best friends. Like, you can't get rid of someone's friend. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's always so interesting when you're the outside person coming into a friendship and a relationship. And there are times where, you know what I mean? Because the thing with relationships is this. And I always go through it because there's some relationships I've had where my friends were involved and then there were some where they weren't because it was almost like don't be the friend that goes running to your friends 
always saying, well, he did this wrong. He did that. Because now when your friends come in, it's like, well, this is who I know you as. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting to me, too, because I also, not that I think he has any problem with, you know, homosexual in any way, but I think it was new for him to have a female that he's interested in have a male perspective that Mm -hmm. isn't in a relationship with him. Yeah. And so I think that that is a little bit where, because when he doesn't understand something, he says something sideways. Mm. And then you just did it to George, where you've been doing it to Michelle, but now you just did it to George. Yeah. And you will get clocked. So do you think he, because he's a religious person, that he has some kind of issue with No, and that's why I was trying to, not not for it to go in that direction. It was more of, um, I think... Being in a relationship with someone, a, a straight male being in a relationship with a, a female, sometimes I've experienced it too where the boyfriend comes in and they don't understand my relationship with that girl. Mm-hmm, like, or there's a jealousy like, mm-hmm. why are you guys so close? Why yeah. is she telling you our business? Mm-hmm. And that <laughs> anger comes out and it's like... I think that's for females too. Like if, if your girlfriend or boyfriend was to say, hey, you know, this happened to us in the bedroom, you would get kind of be like, why are you telling my embarrassing stories to your friends? I don't know. But know who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, like, I would, if you're with me, you gotta know that I'm, t- my friends is gonna know. <laughs> this is my, yeah. my lifeline. There's certain people you gotta understand, like, that's family at this point. You gotta respect it. So, mm. What's uh, Alexis say? I've been there, uh, Jesse. Friends will paint a picture of doom, gloom, or sunshine before you build a perspective of your own. Which is why I think getting to know the talking stage is so important. And mm. I think we try to jump into dating so quick. But that talking stage is so important because you got to do some filtering. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the thing about friends. If if you're my friend and you're telling me like all the bad stuff your guy did, once you decide to forgive him, I forgive him too. I'm not taking on your emotions and be like, well, girl, last week you said he had five girlfriends and now you're back I'm, with him. Like, I'm not going to be mad. I'm like, okay, girl. There's a balancing beam. I'm going to let you do what you need to do, but I'm also going to take note. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, sometimes, the, like uh, Kelly said, uh, rose-colored glasses, mm-hmm. honey. You, when you in love, mm-hmm. sometimes, you can't tell nobody sometimes about that man. dress look blue and black. Just like you say, you could be and it's white and, gold. and then you're not listening. And then your friend get mad at you. Wait, what is that? Or you think he 100% straight? Or you think he's 100% straight? Mm. Like Chad? Maybe. Y'all talking about the ambassador? I can't. Oh. I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, I do. I think Chad is straight. I don't, Same. I'm not going there with, with that. Um, well, they was looking forward to sex, but... <laughs> she showed a little shoulder. Little I think shoulder. Um, I'm glad that she started, like, dressing it up a little bit because, you know, when you get too comfortable, you're looking all froofy and frumpy and... What is the word? Frumpy? Frumpy. No, I just want them both to find their voice. <laughs> yeah, at this I need, point. yeah. Like fuck, fucking outfit. Michelle always been in the iffy category with the outfits, but you know what I mean. She but looks cute. That's more teen, Miss Tina uh, Knowles showing because she was doing the. She tried it. She she doesn't know what to do. But I I love Michelle. I'm excited to see where Michelle's career is going to go from here. And you know when I one day stumble upon what Chad's doing, that will. Because I was here for Michelle. Like, I'm just going to keep it 100% real. And I gave them a chance. And through this, like, I'm just like, Chad, you're a cool guy. I want to see you do some homework. But I'm here to look at Michelle and her homework. I'm here to follow that story. Chad, I want to see the real you, the genuine you. Hopefully, 
maybe you can get back with Michelle and there'll be a season two. And if not, you can follow me and be entertained there on Instagram at Conversation Peace or Twitter at my SS Combo Peace. Are we saying goodbye? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm your girl, Drew Jones. Uh, you can follow me on all the things at OK Drew J. Boom. Hit me up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. Uh, and make sure you guys subscribe to us and follow us at AfterBuzz TV across all social media platforms. Till later. Yep, that was it. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 